Sad, 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 Let's hit let's hit record on this joint. Am I rolling right okay. now? Oh, welcome to the fucking podcast then. Right. My girl Angel Ray is back, What's a up? fan favorite of all my men. Yes. My men love you, Angel. Do they? Oh my God. Hey, and, and I a love lot them of them back. And a lot of the women too. <laughs> hey. What's popping? What's it. been new? What's going on with so, you? So I'm on my way back out of town shortly. Oh God, here we go. Where are you going now? <laughs> And this time, my racy picks will stay up because I'll be in Jamaica. You going to Jamaica? I'm going to Jamaica. One of yes. the best travel destinations. Have you been before? I have, and I, you know where I stayed when I went last time? Where? Hedonism. Tell me about hedonism. Oh, my goodness. Hedonism. Can you get naked in hedonism? That you have to get naked in hedonism. You do? Yes, you do. It's certain certain parts of, of that resort, um, you have to be completely nude. No shorts, no nothing. No nothing. Bucking naked. Bucking naked. <laughs> Ass out. <laughs> so I went uh, for a photo shoot, and this was ah, maybe in 2010, I think, something mm-hmm. like that. So it's been a minute. And um, everything was all-inclusive. Uh, I don't think I'd fare naked and drunk at the same time. <laughs> oh, let me tell you something. <laughs> And at the time that we went, because the the magazine that I was shooting for was Hush Magazine. You remember okay, Hush yeah, magazine? I remember Hush. So, um, they flew like about fifteen of us out, and it was amazing. But at the time that we went, Playboy was shooting too. Oh, and then it was kind of summertimeish, so it was a lot of corporate people there. Let me tell you something. Those corporate people get loose. <laughs> I just loose. Did, I just did a party a couple of weeks ago for a senator from in in dc for a senator republican senator mm-hmm. was a big fan of young tv rights brought me out there to do what he called yo pack mm-hmm. and i i did his party on his rooftop and them fucking republicans was drunk rocking and let getting me tell you, loose. they get loose seriously you know I mean? so, the way that the hotel is set up is set up in a circle okay and the pool area is in the middle so you have all of the rooms with the windows facing towards the pool okay and then downstairs those were like the suites where the doors, you know, you could have the like open parties or whatever. Let me tell you something. Them people was swinging and fucking the whole goddamn time. Oh my time. God. I right stayed, in front of everybody? Yes. I stayed for a week. It was too long. Like every <laughs> night people would leave their windows and their doors open and they all you could hear was people having sex over here, over there. It was crazy. You know what people don't really, well, people don't really <laughs> understand it might seem exciting for at first, but then after a while it, it becomes exciting. annoying. I, after I swear to God, after like four days, I was like, "Yeah, I'm over this shit." It Especially becomes annoying, probably because it wasn't like, uh, you know, it wasn't a lot of nice bodies besides ours. You right. know what I'm saying? So it wasn't anybody that I was attracted to. So maybe that's why it kind of got old too. Uh huh. It was a lot of older. No, white it people. gets. Like, it gets. I was like, uh, yeah, it gets I'm annoying. It. it does. It gets really okay annoying. after a while. I did <laughs> I, in the in the early 2000s. Playboy. Well, the Playboy still have a channel. So Playboy was trying to do this video show. Okay. And they hired me, and it was called The Five Deadly Videos, right? So okay. I would show five videos, and the show was an hour, but I would do like five videos. But they had rented this gigantic mansion in L.A. and flew me out there, and it was just me on a Hugh Hefner type of thing with okay. all of these porno chicks and, and, 
and female <laughs> models and all of this. After six hours of nakedness and ass, you was over it. I'm over it. Yeah. Like, it's, can we wrap this shit? Like, because this fucking <laughs> yeah. whole house smell like ass. Okay, it smell like ass and baby oil and yes. fucking uh, bed, bath, bath and body works. Pineapple, cinnamon, whatever yes. the fucking flavor is right now. It's like I am really, really over this shit, and I understand it. It just gets to be, it just gets to be too much. It was, but the food was amazing. Like you could do, you know, all of the water sports for free that you wanted to. That's one thing that I do love about Jamaica is that it's amazing when it comes to just their culture and being, you know, having everything all inclusive right there. Mm-hmm. But the other thing that we did do. Um, we went to a strip club there, and that was pretty, you know. Oh, I, yeah. I've been to a strip club in Jamaica. I've oh, it's different. Some, it's very different. It I've is been, so tri- different. You know, I'm a strip club connoisseur. I know. Right. I go every city I'm at, I try to go to, to a strip club. And when we got there, it's a, it's like a, they don't have stages. It was like a big, like, boxing ring. And so <laughs> they would call the girls up or whatever and whatnot. And the thing that their thing that they did there was that they had – the women there smoke cigarettes with their vaginas. Oh, no. <laughs> cancer pussy. Cancer pussy. I don't want no cancer pussy. And I was like, what in the hell is really going and on And you here, paying like? in Jamaican money. Yes. You pay. Oh, let me tell you. I was, <laughs> let me tell you. I had about four, five bitches around me. I was like, dance for me. Let me make it rain for real. Yeah, for real. With these fucking money that ain't worth a damn thing. Yes. but And then the scariest thing was, I guess, at that time, anytime they're going through anything political, when they got to vote for oh, something. Yeah. So at our resort, we had like, before you could enter, they had the guys with the AK 47s. Yes, yeah. It was really bad at that time. Like, even to go to the, they told us not to go to the, the store because you know back then you used to have to get a, a calling card for your right. phone That's because right. your phone bill would be sky damn high you if you're sure right about that. That's right. And um, we went to the store and they can tell that you're a tourist and they be on you asking immediately, you see, especially if they know that you're American. Yes, oh, they be on your ass. I remember tough. one time I went to Jamaica in the '90s and uh, took my mom and them and Dr. Dre and I went and we rented a house. And uh, we were at the market. You know how they had a market where they have all the goods yes. that they're selling? Mm-hmm. So I'm walking through the market with this with this uh, freaking Nike visor on. Just a blue visor. It's <laughs> a Nike. When I tell you this guy followed me all around the market to me and him. Or him and I almost got into a fight. I like that visor, man. What do you want to do? What do you want to give me for that visor? What do I want to give you? I want to give you something for that visor. I said, the visor's not for sale, bro. He followed me through the whole fucking market. Bugging me about the visor. I just turned around and was like, move your bumper clot. Right. You know what I mean? And then him and I almost got into it. And my mother was like, chill out. I'm like, yo, when they know that you're American. Yep, they be oh on my you. God. Tough. It's such they a beautiful, beautiful country, though. I mean, I started going to Jamaica in the early 90s because as a fan of hip hop, I also understood that hip hop is a derivative of dancehall reggae. Right. So we were going to Jamaica. We did Reggae Sun Splash. I think we the nobody at MTV had ever covered Reggae Sun Splash you know, before. I remember we did. that. We did. We yeah. had Shab on there, and Ninja Man, and and all of those great artists on there in the early '90s. So we had been going, and it was part of of what we wanted to do. The late great Ted Demi, Dr. Dre, being of Jamaican descent, myself and Peter Doherty, who are love reggae music and dancehall reggae specifically to expose that music to the rest of the world. So I've been going back and forth to Jamaica. It is absolutely my favorite place to go. 
I love fucking Jamaica. I'm I'm kind of sad. Well, I'm going as a tourist again this year, but my, one of my good friends is actually from Jamaica. Okay. And her dad is, I want to say, one of the whalers. Uh, gosh, she's going to kill me because I can't remember what her dad's name is, but she's you know, a, a big deal there. You know, Oh, you got dad, damn right. Her dad is a huge deal. He's so. an original whaler? He is. Not bunny whaler, is he? Oh, my God. I love Jamaica. I had the, I'm going to have to find out. I'll I've, find out. I had the opportunity you know. to visit Bob Marley's home with Rita Marley. Really? Out-of-body experience. Yeah, in the, in the 90s when we was going. Yeah, with I'm going to pull it Marley. up for you because she has it on her Instagram and you might recognize it. Okay, but okay. Yeah, she's um, you know, she she's a big deal and I want to go with her so I can experience that part of it. Oh Jamaica yeah, that's different. Because he just opened up a um a art gallery with, you know, some Bob Marley stuff and mm -hmm. you know, it's it's pretty amazing. It's a yeah, big deal. He got you know? some, he knows some shit too. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> he yes. knows some shit. She is, you know, I love her to death. She's she's one of my good friends. She's always like, Come to Jamaica with me, you know, my dad is this, my dad is that and You need to. I do. You need to experience Jamaica on a in a different aspect. Okay, this is him right here and her brother. All right, let me slide, slide it, slide it. There you go. Look at us acting like we ain't on a podcast. I know, right? right? <laughs> oh shit! I know that face. I can't think. Of oh wait, ho ho! That is fucking with the gray hair. Yes, that's Bunny fucking Whaler. That's her dad. That's, that's an original. Yes. it was him, Peter Taj, and Bob. Yes, that's. But him. when they started the group, they were. You got to see the documentary Marley. Okay, you will see him in that documentary. Yes, yes, that's Bunny Whaler, absolutely, yeah. an original. Yes, he, is he the only one that's living? Yes. yes, when they when they were a Sky Group, he was in the group. Yes, yes. so that's yes, my respect, best. Big Mind, Big yes, Mind, right that there. That is my best friend's father, and they just opened up a. He ain't um, got many kids as Bob do, do he? Your Bob Molly had a lot of uh, fun. No, um, <laughs> no, he doesn't. Your Bob, um, there's a Molly all over the. My best place. friend, she's a twin. Oh wow! And um. They have like some brothers and some. I don't think he has as many kids as Bob. Well, you does, know them. But, you know yeah. the Jamaican men in Jamaica. They get you pregnant. You stand Quick. next. You stand next <laughs> to them. Let me tell all the ladies out there listening. You stand next to one of the Mollies. You're gonna come away pregnant. Right? <laughs> Lauren got a bunch of kids by one of the Mollies, don't you? Yep. Lauren Hill got a bunch of kids by. I think it's Rohan. And Roha. he already had a whole bunch of kids. I think before he started having. Oh, kids, they. He was oh hurt. no, they don't. They believe like, <laughs> that you're supposed to have children. Be fruitful. Be fruitful. It's part of their culture. Yes. It's part of their, that's part of the Rastafarian culture is to absolutely be fruitful and multiply. But what they know, don't tell their women is they believe in multiplying with a lot, with of, a women. lot of women. Right? They, yeah. they don't let you in on that no, shit. They tell you, me love all. you. Me love you so much. Come, come here. <laughs> come on and, and put an og up on him. Me love you. Look at you beautiful. Your skin up for shine in the Talk night. Talk you right up out them drawers. Talk you out them drawers. The next thing you know, you're pregnant by a fucking Jamaican nigga. Yes. And then, but he going to have other women pregnant now. So I am going to try to go to this art um, You have to. And take, that, and um, take pictures and come back and tell us all about it because I'm fucking jealous because every time I turn around, your ass is going somewhere. <laughs> and y'all got to follow her on, on Instagram. And uh, 
in all social media and, and see her pictures of her just basking, looking all fucking oily and shiny and happy and fucking Miami. And I'm like, yes. hey, I got a podcast to do. When's your motherfucking ass coming know, back? I'm home, right? I'm going to be back next week. And then next week, turn to the week after. Yes. You know what? I'm, I have decided to... Um, soak in my singleness and so i said you know what why in the in god's green on god's green earth are you still single I, you know you're intelligent you find it fuck you're witty you're fun why in the hell are you still single i don't know i just because i see through the bullshit i guess it be, it's so much bullshit out here in these streets like i really literally can see why people stay in miserable relationships and put up with, <laughs> <laughs> and put up with the shit that they just are familiar with why why you think to be out here in these streets dating you know and and i'm going to step out on the ledge and i'm going to sign up for a dating site just oh. to see how that's gonna work out you gotta keep us abreast of that and i went out on a date last night okay okay you had a little date and it was how did they how did you meet him i met him okay so my friend had a viewing party uh the other night for um she was on little women of atlanta so, okay uh, one of my friends that I shout out to juicy yes that i work very closely with miss juicy baby so the guy has been following me forever on my instagram and so he has been trying to make it go down in your DM. He no, but you know what? He never tried to talk to me through my DM, but he would send me things like, "Oh my God, I love your spirit. Your energy is so amazing." Whatever. And but he has this little what do you call those things where you can make yourself, uh, you know, the char characters, the Caricature. bitmoji. That's what it is, the bitmoji. Okay. So that is his profile. So if you send something to me in my DM and I just happen to open it, it's something decent. I'll just say thank you. I'm not going to your page any of that because you don't have a real picture up. And okay. I, it's got to be something very, you know, catchy to catch my interest. All right, uh, Crystal, what the fuck is a bitmoji? <laughs> Here's my producer, Krista Hayes, going to talk. Look, she got right up to talk about that. What is a bitmoji? Bit it's a cartoon character that you make yourself that's supposed to resemble you. And oh, they get very like, they do it on, like they do it on Facebook sometimes, yes, too. you can yes. change And they'll be hair. like, Ed fell down the elevator shaft and all yes, that shit. Okay, yeah, I've exactly. done that before. Okay. That yeah, wifey likes that shit. So, um... Anyway, we're at this event, and he's like, you know, he's like, can you take a picture with me? And I'm like, sure. Now, mind you, I still don't know this guy is from my Instagram. Okay. So uh, he's like, can you take a picture with me? I'm like, sure, no problem. So we're taking a picture, and he's just whispering stuff in my ear like, yeah, so we'll be going out to eat later on tonight. And, you know, da-da-da-da, like whispering little slick A little slick aggressive. Shit, right? Yeah, that was so, cool. That's but cute. it was it was a it was aggressive, but it was kind of cute aggressive. Cute it wasn't aggressive. like, cute always come works. here, girl, give me your panties right. aggressive. It was Fellas, like... let me tell you something. <laughs> Take it from the cutest motherfucker that ever lived. Cute works. Cute, cute definitely works. Cute works every time. Cute definitely works. That aggressive works. gangster fucking gorilla shit. Yeah, them chicken no, heads love it. it don't but work. a woman, a real woman with some sense, she likes cute. Cute works. So, mind you, he is standing next to a guy that I used to deal with. So oh, Lord. Lord, have For, much. like, four years. And so, the, the guy that I used to deal with is, you know, he's playing it cool, like, oh. Like, I you don't worried. want that old thing but back? It, let me tell you something. His soul was burning the whole time we was talking, right, and taking this picture. So, anyway. How could you a, tell? Uh, because I, I could just, I could see his... Uh, I dealt with him for four years, so for one, I know you him know very him. well. You know yes. him. Yes. And, and, so, and he was still there. Yes, he was still there. He wouldn't move. He Not was cool, on fellas. his phone. Not cool, Pretending fellas. like, Not cool, fellas. you know, like he wasn't phased or bothered at all. So Be the most interesting man in the world. Always <laughs> fucking leave. 
break yep. out. Either leave Go. or say something. Or uh, pull, say pull something. Her to, if you or, feel some kind of way, always right. say what's on your heart. Or fucking break out, dog. Yep. So he stayed there. And so anyway, I wound up leaving. We didn't even exchange numbers. We're taking all these different pictures. Like, you know, so. Um, so we go to the club. He's at the club with the guy who I used to date. Right? Oh, oh, oh. So I'm walking by and. Uh, the, he, okay, wait a minute. Let's, let, let, let's backtrack. Okay. What, what, what were you wearing? I had on a little black dress. Okay. Oh, Lord have mercy. All right. <laughs> I've seen the black dress, fellas. I had on a little black dress. I feel like oh, I, I saw like, those pictures on the gram. You did. Oh, she was stunning that night. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Lord, yes, yes. Rep- I'm going to repost this picture. <laughs> so. Yes, she was stunning, stunning. <laughs> so I, um, and thank you, by the way. So I'm walking by, and the guy that I went on a date with, he was the one who tapped me, not the guy who I had dealt with for four years. So okay. I'm walking through the club. Now, mind you, everybody's in the club. AI, Roddy White. Uh, Carrie Hilson, Sean Garrett, blah, blah, blah. It, club was lit. Okay. okay. So I walk through and the guy taps me and I, I'm thinking it's my ex yeah, that I used old, to deal with. Right? So I'm like, what's up? And so he's like, I didn't tap you. He did. And I was like, oh, okay. So I'm like, so I I talked oh, to Oh, this is what your ex said to you? Yes. I didn't tap you. He yeah, did. Yeah, he was like, he did. So I stayed there and and talked to both of them, basically, you know, for the rest of the night. And then my ex was like, can you uh, take me home? Because my um, my phone died. And I was like, sure, I'll take you home. Oh, so I wound up leaving with my ex. Yes. OK, he was in the Uber. Yes. So what was the car conversation like with the ex, though? The car conversation was uh, he. Well, he's finally talking to me now because he was pretty pissed off at me for a while for you know, some revenge, get back stuff that I did that I'm, you know, I'm really not too, too fond of. Okay. But, All right. Um, you know, he, he finally is back talking to me and it, he did, he's not. Obviously, if you ask him for a ride yes, home. Yes. He's not the type of person that's going to say anything in that moment. He will wait a week. He'll wait a month and then he'll have something to say about it later on. Okay. So if you're not going to say nothing, I'm not going to say nothing because really we're not, we're not on that level anymore. Right. We kind of like uh, that ship has has sailed. Right. So anyway, fast forward to the morning. I look at my DM and it's a picture in there. And it's the picture that, you know, the guy and I had taken. And so I said, oh, my goodness. And, and once he sent me that picture, I you know how you can there's there's always going to be, you know, five plus people that are always going to like every pic, every video, anything that you put up, they're <laughs> yeah. going to like it. So right. you know, you know, from looking at your likes that, you know, that person is familiar. So I said, I sent him a DM back. I said, oh, that's a great pick. Um, I didn't know that this was you. So I followed him and I put the picture up and you see the caption that I put up. I was like, uh, I added him and I was like, my male followers won't like this yes, very much. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. I, no, I said, this picture won't get uh, many likes. A lot of likes, likes from because, my male yeah, followers. Yes, yeah. because my male followers don't like. Don't like it. Don't like, don't like what I'm looking coupled up with someone. But you are right with me, so I'm going to post it. And so right. we wound up getting like 100 plus likes, which ain't really a lot, but it's more than. Not compared <laughs> to some of the pictures I've seen you get likes on. <laughs> No way, hundred yeah, something so, shit. But for me to be posting with a guy, you know, male followers like fuck that. <laughs> yes, it, it, Man, it, it was so funny because some of the guys were out there like, "It's okay, we can look past him." <laughs> we, hey, we ain't looking at this nigga anyway. 
<laughs> so anyway, he was like, he was really serious. Like he was like, so where are we doing dinner at tonight? He was like, I've been following you for a while. I see that, you know, you're always at all of these, you know, different places. He was like, I'm trying to be at those places with you. And I was like, okay, perfect. I pulled up a spot and we went and it went excellent. Good date. It was an excellent date. Okay, will he get date number two? He Date number two tonight. Oh, right on. Dinner again. So That's nice. Kudos for him because I really don't like people within the first 15 minutes yeah, of being oh, at dinner. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. She I'm ready so picky. Like, for I dessert, let so me go the fuck home. <laughs> fuck Look, this. I'm, about not, and I'm going to tell you the plus to the whole thing. Not one time, and we was there at the restaurant for an hour and a half, he didn't pull out his phone not one time. All attention was on you. Yep, and I left my phone in my purse. That's how it's supposed to be. You had a great conversation. Great conversation. No, not, not no even during the lulls of the conversation. Does anybody look at their phone? Nope. The shit ain't on the table. Nope. Nothing. Nope, not nothing. So I feel Big like wham. that added, you know, to that. Did you ask him, how does he know your ex? I did, and I told him the situation. I told him that I took him home that night and all of that, and he wasn't a bit concerned about any of that but they um I said I but this is the thing I dealt with my ex for four years so I never saw him around so he's not a good friend he's an associate of his. okay yeah new new so, friend yeah so I asked him I said you know how close are you guys he said we're not close we you know when we're out we speak and you know it's not like we hang out with each other I said yeah because you know we used to live together I know I would have seen you you know right. what I'm saying and so he was like yeah so um I said, well, I just want to oh, be. Oh, you ain't tell me that part. Oh, yeah. You used to live with the ex? I did. Oh, no wonder he was in his fucking feelings. I'd I would have been did. in my feelings, too. I did. I and did. now you're talking to somebody who's an associate of mine? Oh, that yeah. don't know. Yeah. No, no. That, yeah. No, my heart is hurting. But my he's, I mean, this is my thing. I always tell people this. Always leave a person with words that, you know, be honest about how you feel with them because you might not get a, another opportunity to tell that person that. I always say things to people that, you know, especially if you mean something to me, I make sure that if I die or if you die tomorrow that I've said everything that I needed to say to you right? and I get it off my heart. Because if you don't, you live with regrets. You're absolutely right. And You're so absolutely right. I don't care if it's an ex, somebody that, you know, that you had a conflict with, whatever. I always, you know, in any of my relationships feel like, you know, is there anything that I need to say bef before I leave you? Because life is so short. Things are happening, you know, every day. And Absolute truth, you know, you wake up today and tomorrow somebody is gone. It just and happened, like, to, it just happened, happened to me the other day. A lot of people out there that follow might have saw me on uh, Instagram Live crying my eyes out one of my most vulnerable moments i decided really to, to i missed share. that i decided to share on instagram live i just found out that a good friend of mine um who used to be road manager for the locks of dmx and all of that for rough riders and i watched his progression from working in a you know in one of those like flea market marts to becoming a major player in the music business died of colon cancer and i think he's 43 years old okay that's who that was that yeah. i saw i saw people posting pictures yeah my of man him. ice pick yes. yeah yeah okay, ice yeah. pick is mm -hmm. his nickname and it, it has really struck me because 
you, the older you get, the more you start losing people. It's close yes. to you, and you're, you're absolutely right. You got to tell people how you feel about them mm-hmm. and let them know that they're loved. And, and especially with with men, at least with my friends now, we always say, I love you, bro. We say I it love every time. Bro, I love you, man. I see y'all. I love you, bro. You yeah. know what I mean? Let let them know that you feel something about them. Don't be one of them guys, all right, Duke, all right, nigga. Yeah. All no. right. Because he could walk around that corner and have a massive coronary and drop dead. Yeah. And then you didn't get to say the things to him that you wanted to say to him while he was alive. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's that's the absolute, absolute truth. So how do you think the ex is going to feel about, uh, do you care? Do I care what he yeah. feels? I don't. Because you had your chance, I gave you four damn years of my life. Like you couldn't get it together in four years. Like we got, we got to keep it pushing now. This this boat is gonna continue to sail now. We got to keep it moving. If you live with a woman for four years, no, we didn't live together for four years. We okay. only lived together for for a short amount of time. It wasn't like we lived together like forever. No, we just lived together for a short amount. I think of time I, I think in four years in a relationship, you should be talking about something. Yeah, no. Well, that's me, how I feel. Well, let me give you the other plot twist to this: is that he was like eight years younger than me, so he was a baby when I met him. Oh. So he definitely wasn't ready. He came into my life at a at a very good time, or well, not a very good time. He was he was good for me because he was um, my distraction from everything that I had going on in my life at the time with my mom and trying to get my son graduated and uh-huh. all of that good stuff. So. Um, you know, when we first met, we had sex probably within like a month of meeting each other, but then he lived out of town. Okay. So for a whole, almost a year, all we did was talk and FaceTime. So we got to know each other really, really well. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, and then when he did move to Atlanta, then that's when shit went south, you know. Was that the demise of the relationship? It was. It was the demise. Why? Could he not because handle? he was young and he just wanted to screw everything. Oh, he wanted to play. Yeah, he just wanted to play. And he, you know, he, one thing I can say is that he was honest. He said, you know, I'm not ready for a real relationship, but, you know, I respect you because you don't give me no headaches and this, this, and While that. While y'all were living together, he said that? Then what the fuck you moving yes. for? Dummy? Because at, at, the, at the time, um, you know, it was just convenient. For him. I, well, he stayed with me when he first moved, and then I moved out of my house, and then I I went to go stay with him. Okay. So it was like it, it kind of went hand in hand. You know what I'm saying? So, um, You think y'all jumped too fast? No. Now that you think, look back at it? No, I don't think that we jumped too fast. I just think that he was young. Like I, when he was, what, 26 at the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we talked about that last time about how. Yeah. So I don't feel Boys, any. The men. This is the only issue that I have with him is that I just feel like men don't have any loyalty and what I mean by that is is that I don't care who you might lay up with if you honest with me it's up to me to stay in that situation yes but if you going back and telling people what's going on in 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 our life you fucking disloyal yeah you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You going back and saying, well, you know, we did this or she did that for me or I don't deal with her or this is why I deal with her or I don't love yeah, her. Yeah, I'm only with it. I'm only with her because of Let me tell you something. You don't need to bring up nothing, nothing. about me. 
anytime somebody break, if you're dealing with another person or a couple different people, any questions about me should be automatically shut down. You Absolutely. know why? Because I'm not going to ever hold a conversation with another man about you. Right. And about what you do to me or what how you've hurt me or any of that stuff. I'm going to give a scenario maybe, but I'm not going to put you give somebody else ammo against you. That's what I call it. It's really ammo. Yeah, it because is. Because when a, when a girl find out who you are, they go straight to your DM. They want to, you know, send you pictures. They want to, you know, throw that up in the argument and all that stuff. Uh-huh. I, that that's the if you want to do one thing that that turns me off is be disloyal and he was disloyal i feel like yeah and um so and i'm a person like once i move on oh yeah we done yeah once, once angel <laughs> cut your ass off yes you once cut i cut you off, off we done we you cut you cut off and, and i mean feeling wise and all of that stuff. yeah like, i got a little nothing. i got a little bit of a heart just just a tiny yeah bit. i don't once we're done we're but done I, I've, <laughs> I've, I've i've gotten colder not in my relationships no in my relationships, I cut the shit off. It's over. It's just, it's done. I'm not coming back. I see you. I'm going to say hi. I'm going to keep it shoving. I'll even have a conversation with you, but I'm not hitting you up for, for nothing. For and, nothing. And I had mm-hmm. to get that way because uh, when I had my first daughter, her mom was so much in love with me, and it, it just wasn't reciprocated. But as uh-huh. a man, I knew I had to take care of my child. That's one thing that my parents always taught me. And my brother had a child before I did. Mm-hmm. And I remember my father saying, listen, you take care of your kids, even if you're not going to be with her. Yep. If you're going to be with her, be with her. If you're not, don't. Because if you give a nigga a rope, they want to be a cowboy. My father used to always <laughs> say that. So don't give her no rope. All right? Don't give her no rope. So when my daughter was born, much to the dismay of my mom, and my father had passed already, and much to the dismay of my mom, I was probably a little harsh in the way I treated my child's mother, not mm-hmm. to the point where I was mean to her, but to the point where I wouldn't do any of the couple things that she wanted yes. to do. I wouldn't. You drew the line. I drew the line mm-hmm. in the sand. I wouldn't do. Let's take. Let's take the baby to the to the circus. No, either you take her or I take her. But we're right. not a couple. We not we're not doing it together. together. Yeah. Let's go to Sears and take the family photos. Now I would love photos of my little girl, but <laughs> me and you are we not now. Nah. Right. We, we not we together this. because that brings in other stuff. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. It really does. Especially if she not dating nobody else. No, so. and she wasn't, and and you know it took her at least eighteen years. Because the situation was funny because I knew that I was messing with. I was believing what she was telling me that her doctor was telling her that condoms irritate her Uh and she was on a pill. So I wasn't using a condom at all. So Uh when my daughter was born, I still stepped up and took care of her. And it took her 18 years for me to ask her, why did you decide? And once she knew she was pregnant, her parents sent her to St. Thomas. So really? she didn't come back. I hadn't seen her in almost nine months. She came back in her ninth month telling me I was going to be a father. And I hadn't seen her. Mm-hmm. I didn't know where she was at. I was wow. like, well, congratulations to you and whoever that, you know. And <laughs> she was like, no, it, yeah, she was like, no, it's yours. And I was like, come on. I haven't seen you in fucking almost a year. What are you right. talking about? And then I had to think back. Yeah, I did sleep with her back then. So, um, you know, so I had to make sure that I cut everything off. So she finally told me around the time my daughter was 18. And I asked, I said, why did you decide to have a baby by me? She mm-hmm. said, because if I thought I had her, I'd have you. Mm. If I had your child, I had you. And I said, it didn't work out, did it? Mm. It just mm-hmm. didn't because, you know, I never slept with her again. It was mm-hmm. like, it was, uh, my mom was like, why are you being such an asshole? I'm like, mom, I'm not being an asshole. I'm not taking 
fucking pictures with her. I'm not doing it because mm-hmm. if I look in her eyes when she looks at me, ma, yep. she's in love with me. And if I do it, she's going to think that there's something there. Yep. That's Any not small there. little thing. Any I don't small care if little you go to gesture. The store and get her some chips. And she gonna be like, he bought me chips. He loves That's me. right. <laughs> any gesture at yes. all, like any anything, like showing up to school stuff, and her mom was there, and she's there, and I'm there for open school night, and I'm like, I'm gonna take Tiffany home, and I'm. She's like, no, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna ride with y'all. Like, no, no, you came with your mom, get in the car with your mother. I meet y'all at the house. We we can't be that way. I can't. Yeah. As hard as it was, but I understand that. So I've always been that kind of a person that when a relationship is over for me, it's over. Yes, I mean I move on. Yeah, and I, I have let me to. tell you something. They regret it because I'm a good motherfucker. Right. They regret it to death. They might not think about that. Oh, they're gonna that show moment. it, and they're gonna show it later on. They're gonna show oh, it. Oh, trust me. It took they're... my it took my first wife a long time to to tell me uh, after we were divorced that uh, she regrets it. And that she couldn't handle me, so I didn't know what it was like. And I told her, I just, uh, I just knew it. I was like, I shouldn't. This this woman didn't grow up in a house with a positive father figure. She don't know how to act around a man. Uh-huh. She didn't know. She was young. She didn't know what she was doing. And it was like all of this. And it took her a long time to finally come to me to and admit, figure it out. Yeah, to figure it out. I didn't. I fucked up. I didn't know what I was doing. I should have never divorced you. Not the way I was taking care of your ass. You should have divorced me. Yeah. And I'm an Aquarian too. Me too. Yeah. So, so you know. You know the struggle. We, we can, know it. Yeah. Yes. We can, uh-uh. Let me tell y'all something. We can, we can't, we are social fucking people. Yes. We like people. Everybody's not our friend, but we know a lot of people. So yep. if you can't deal with me saying hi to a lot of people. A lot of people. If you can't people. deal with a girl's <laughs> coming up to me and say, hey, babe, and kissing me on the cheek and hugging me. You you can't be with an Aquarian because we can't be boxed in. Nope. You have to mentally stimulate us. Yes. The physical is great. Now, we'll go for the physical, but the physical get old quick with us. You yes. have to keep me mentally this, stimulated. Oh, my God. It's so crazy. I swear to God, this guy that I'm dealing with right now, and I swear the only reason that I think that I continue to deal with him is that, for one, we have amazing sex. Mm-hmm. That Bottom line. But... Two, there's such a mystery. We have to find out how people work and why they do the things that they do. I know for me, I do. If I can't figure that out, it drives me insane. Because right. I feel like things in life are not complicated. People make them complicated. Oh, absolutely. It's black and, and so, white with us. Yeah, to figure something out and pinpoint, okay, this is why this person acts this way and this is why they do what they do. It's like a revelation for for us, you know what I'm saying. But once I can't figure something out, I'm racking my brain trying to figure things out. Like this guy, I know that he likes me. I know that he 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 doesn't want to be in a serious relationship. He's a Virgo. Virgos are very complex. Blue is a Virgo. Oh yeah, my brother is too. <laughs> so you know how quirky they right. can be now, but they very loyal people. Yes, absolutely. They very truthful people. Absolutely. They very outspoken. Absolutely. And um, you know, you love them to death, but they have this little quirky side about them that you just don't get. You cannot figure out Mm-mm. why they do some of the things that they do. And people can't figure out why we do some of the shit that we do as Aquarians. That's we, true. We flow. We we need we need space. We need to be able to we flow do, and, and we're not be very nagged. headstrong. Yes. Oh my goodness. We we like we'll we'll take the the whatever 
repercussions that come with what we do just to say, look, I have to do this my way. That's right. You, cause you can't can, box yes, us you in. Box you cannot us. box us in. And if it's anything that I know you hate as an Aquarian female and me as an Aquarian male is to be boxed in. Yes. Don't fucking tell me what I am. Yeah. I'm not that. Yeah. I'm more than that. I'm yes. water. I flow. I'm the fucking free. There's more water on this planet than there's anything else. Yes. I, I flow. Yes. Okay. I was born to be a boss. And I fucking flow. That's 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 what it is. Don't ask me why. Don't try to box me in. Don't tell me you're this. Don't tell me you that. Cause it's just gonna make me work harder to bust your ass to prove you yes, differently. I swear. I can't stand it. <laughs> Throughout my radio career, because I'm associated with hip hop, people are like, "Well, he's a hip hop person." I know I'm not a fucking hip hop person. I love the music. I'm that's a worldly what, person. Right. That's what got me in the door. But I can sit down and discuss jazz with you, and you right. won't fucking believe what I know about it. Right. I can tell you who did the horn arrangements on the Thriller album. Maybe like, how you know that? I was. Talking to um, I was talking to Bob James one day who did um, Welcome to the Mardi Gras, which is the beat that Run DMC and a lot of people use. Well, Run DMC made it famous with Peter Piper. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to him about music and all his career and what he moved and what he did this and what he did that. And he had his fucking mouth open. I was talking to Smokey Robinson, and I told Smokey Robinson, I'll tell you something about you that you probably don't think I even know because of what I do on mm -hmm. hip-hop radio. He's like, what's that? I say, you and you and Stevie Wonder are the only one that walked away from Motown owning your own publishing. Mm. And he just looked at me. He said, how do you know that? I said, bro, I, I was a trumpet player. I studied this shit. I'm the guy that reads the back of the album that wants to know shit. Right. I'm the guy that wants to know who did this, how did it, who was the freaking lighting technician on Star Wars. I'm the motherfucker that want to know everything about every yep. fucking thing. Aren't you kind of like, I have like a, a, I call it an obsessive uh, disorder a little bit. Like when, if I'm really interested in something, like I become obsessed with it. And then once I milk it and find it, find out everything I need to know from it, then I'm done with done. it. Done. But it's still like. Done. And yes, try not to be that like, way with people too. Yeah, I, I try not to be that I way am. with people. I'm just like that with people too. I try not to, but if I'm not interested, if you can't hold my attention, right, it's not. If you can't mentally stimulate yes. us, then we don't want any part of it, and that's and that's just the way it is. That's the way a lot of people is. You got to find out what is it about that person that could keep a person interested, because you're gonna get the, the sex absolutely phenomenal, great. We all love it, we enjoy it, but there's got to be something else. It's, there. it's deeper. It's deeper than that seriously it's got to be something else there absolutely it's, it has to be it's got to be saying everybody's looking for that same thing in their relationship and unfortunately a lot of y'all just want to stay miserable i'm not about staying miserable yes and i think that's why i can kind of detach myself from people you know like i can just have sex with guys and just not have any attachment because i don't see any oh, substance don't that drive there. them crazy oh it probably does drive and when i see y'all be like hey What's right. up? You know what I'm saying? Right. You like you want to have sex again? I'm like, no, I'm good. But have right. a good day. <laughs> you sound like you sound like what Jerry Seinfeld yes. did to Kesha. Can I give you a hug? No, I'm good. Yes. No, I'm really. Like, I just no. want to hug you. No, no I'm, I'm good. good. And then he stepped away. No, yes. I'm really. No, I'm really good. Yes. They're like, well, who is that? He said that was Kesha, Kesha. the pop star. Right. Oh, well, well, good luck to her. I don't give a fuck. That's me. I'm like, hey, no, this okay. Yeah, but we'll wasn't see you later. it? And, and for a man that just drives us absolutely off the wall. Because we want to think that we're the best thing that's ever happened to you. We're the best sex that you've ever had. And when you treat a man like that, that makes him more intrigued to come after you again. It does. Because he wants to know why. Why don't I'm she want you. me anymore? And once I'm done, so like I'm Eddie Murphy and Boomerang, like, call me sometime, yeah, please. It, that's exactly what it's like. Yeah. 
and I could, yeah. and I don't think twice about it. I don't care about how you feel about any of that. I know it's kind of harsh, but come on. Because you know? it's 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 different hearing it from a woman. Yeah, it is. You know, because usually <laughs> a man does that. He's a fucking dog. Fuck him. Exactly. But then when when that man runs into a woman who treats him that way, yes, that's me. It's like, <laughs> oh shit. It's like the first time that I had realized in my life that I was just some dick. <laughs> I had to just laugh. Yes. I was like, oh shit. So I I'm really just am. some dick. I'm trying to like instead of because for me, like um, I'm an instant gratification type person. So if I see somebody, I think you're interest interesting, you're good looking. You know, like they say, you know if you want to sleep with somebody within the first 10, 15 minutes of meeting right. them. I will sleep with you that day. Right. I don't care. But after that, if you're not showing me the things that I need to see, that's when I get disinterested. Or you could say one dumb thing. Like, I, I don't know what, I, I don't care what you're it is. You're an Aquarian. Like, we don't like, we don't like dumb people. No. You can spell something wrong on a text message. Yeah. I am fucking Or you spell finished. it, spell, spell love, L-U-V or, or something <laughs> like that. Like, like, no, yeah, I'm like, Spell eh. attention. Attention is, you can't spell attention? Yeah. I'm yeah. Down. No. Oh, yeah, I'm fucked up behind so that. So, I mm. just, you know, so now I'm trying to take my time before I sleep with people and try to get to know them first okay and try to see if they can stimulate my mind right you know before i just go ahead and be like okay well let's just jump in the bed because that used to be the the most important thing to me the number one thing like okay if you good in bed then we can be okay right. but i think now that i'm getting older you know i need the 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 mental know, stimulation the mental more stimulation than, more like more than you the can, physical if, if you can get into my mental and Stimulate that! Oh my God! Let's you might do have me something. For like, life. Come up, like, come up with some. Come shit. up with something interesting let's, to do. Let's go. Stop waiting around for me to say, "Let's go eat." Yes. Like, eat. We always going to eat. Can yes. we? Can you show me some shit? Yes. Like, do you know anything? What can you teach me? I'm so intrigued by people that can, because you know, you never know what people have been through in life and what their culture is and how their family is and what their background is. I'm interested in stuff like that. I want to know what type of. Yeah. exciting things you're into. We are kindred spirits because we're both Aquarians. Like, and... what are what are your goals? Like, what are you doing in the next 12 months that, right. you know? Like, I really am just, you know, Show me there. some shit. Show Sign me, me up something. for a class. Yes, gonna... something. I don't give a damn if it's glass, pottery. Yeah, glass I, and blowing And I love to do shit. things that I've never done before. I don't give a damn what it is. Absolutely. You can teach me calligraphy writing. It's hard. <laughs> you know it's, what I'm saying? It's hard, like, to find a, it's hard to find a person they want to do and the see, same shit. And see, that's why I'm single. Let's go eat. Let's do this. The same old stuff. Same old bullshit. The same old stuff. Where are we so. going to eat? And you're asking me where are we going to eat. Why don't you take me somewhere I ain't never been before? It, right. So dating, the uh, you know, going on the date with old boy last night, he was, you know, talking very, 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 very good. You know, he's, you know, been around <laughs> the world a little bit. He likes to do, you know, some of the things that I like to do. He likes to work out. You okay. Know. Um, yeah, you're into fitness. Definitely. I am into fitness. He And, you know, the what really uh, intrigued me about him is that, you know, he was just like, you know, I want to do some of the things that, that you like to do. Okay. Everything is kind of like about, because he's, he's excited about right. me. Now because that's only, he's been, that's, that's only to a certain degree now. Oh yeah, All for right. sure. All right, Miss Aquarius. I know how you for get sure. down there. Look, I already know. You start being a sucker for everything she want to do. Look. She's going to get tired of your ass first. <laughs> Real you quick, better have right? a little take charge in you, bro. You got to, I Oh my goodness, you Jill better Scott have said some take best. charge, bro. If you can tell me what to do, tell me what to do. Oh, but if you can't tell me what to do, 
then you can't tell me what to do. <laughs> and that's real. That's the reason you have I love got, Jelly. I swear, you have got to take control because I'm an alpha female. Yes. And I will run the hell over yeah, you. Yeah, and your feelings will get hurt <laughs> and you'll be over with and you don't know why. And you fucking in her DM and calling her phone and she's sending you right to voicemail. Right to voicemail. Bruh, let me tell you something, bruh. New date guide. Let me tell you something, bruh. Yes. Only do what she wants to do for a little while. Okay? You got yes. her on that. But after that, but after you better while, come you up better with some shit. With you yes. better come with some shit. And it's crazy because, you know, he was like, um, I, uh, he texted me earlier today, but I was driving, so I just FaceTimed him. Uh-huh. And he was like, oh, my God. He was like, you FaceTime? I was like, what the fuck am I, alien? Like, <laughs> wh- why does that surprise you? He, I guess he really th- lo- kind of looks at me as like an Instagram chick. And I'm like, that's not me. Right. You got to get out of that. Stop trying to put me in that there damn box. There you go. Box. fucking up yes. already. You're He's trying to up. put me in that box. He was like... I thought I would have to make an appointment to FaceTime you and da da da. No, if I'm if 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 I'm letting you through on my line, you can FaceTime me, text me, call me, until I give you the signs or say don't damn call me no right. more. You know what I'm saying? Then it's but over. With. You can't put me in a box and say Instagram this or Instagram that or whatever. I, that's not me. You heard it from her. At all. Don't so, put Miss Angel Ray in no damn yeah, box. Yeah, so this should be interesting. Well, this, will you keep us posted on how this how this thing goes here? I definitely will keep you posted on this date, this okay. guy that I'm dating. The new, uh, new guy. The new guy. And we then, put you on a limit date or some I, shit. Let me tell you something. I was going to sign up to, to go on Love Connection. Like, I really feel like they, I they need to They did bring be, back Love they, Connection, yes, didn't they? they? Did Who's they the host of, the, of Love Connection uh, now? Andy Cohen. Okay. Oh, it should be yes, fucking Andy, hilarious. Andy Cohen. So I was going to sign up because they're taking submissions right now. I feel do like it. I, I feel do like I should it. sign up to do that. Do right? it. It'll be the best one ever. Either that or or some type of dating site. And then I have um, this film crew who kind of wants to follow me for like a week and call the show Loving Angel Ray. Right. And we're going to, you know, just follow me in my life and my everyday life and what I'm what I'm doing and you know put me on some dates and do it. I really I, and if I could find a speed dating place, oh let do speed, it. I would do go it. speed dating. Like do I it. really do. Like I'm I like step that. Out I of like my love, box. I like loving Angel Ray. Let's do that. Yes, do so. that. We're going to see what we can pull out. We're going to see if we can find me love before December so I can get Christmas <laughs> presents. <laughs> All right, y'all. We got to get out of here. Y'all keep God first. Everything else will fall into place. We'll talk at you, with you, to you, and about your ass uh, the next time we do another podcast, y'all. And listen, don't forget to go to cigarsinternational.com, cigarinternational.com. All right, type in the code ED10OFF for $10 off your entire purchase. Why my promo code is still good. All right, all the way up until Father's Day, and I think they extended a little past Father's Day. So go to CigarInternational.com, and we will holler at you later, all right? Come on, son. This Ed Lover podcast is being done in conjunction with Cigars International. Make sure you check out CigarsInternational.com for all your cigar needs. This episode of Come On, Son, the podcast is produced and engineered by co-executive producers Kimana Paulus and Krista Hayes. Recorded at Mean Street Studios in downtown Atlanta, Georgia, this is an official Loudspeakers Network podcast.